Welcome to the Idea to Launch show. My name is Lisa Zufall, and today I have a very special lady in the studio with me. Her name is Polly Meyer, and she is an incredible woman. We actually just met, and uh, the stuff that she is doing, I think, is super interesting, and I wanted to bring her on here because she is also a fellow mompreneur. So she is building her empire while getting the laundry and the dishes and dinner on the table. Lord knows what we're having tonight for dinner, but... You know, as a fellow mompreneur, you, you just figure it out, right? Whether it's Domino's because they deliver and they have a sweet app or you're cooking something from scratch. So welcome, Polly. Hey, thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yay. So Polly is the founder of PollyMeyer.com. She is an executive presence engineer, which we're going to talk about, professional speaker, online course creator, and media talent. Polly works with the Rebels. I love this. The risk takers and the underdogs and is the trainer of choice for leaders who need to make a powerful to make powerful impressions and handle themselves well under pressure. Her training dives into presenting to stakeholders, appearing in the media, succession planning and developing the mindset needed to win big. Polly's clientele includes political candidates, C-suite executives, and business owners, helping them with high-stakes communication, strategic, strategic storytelling, and personal branding so they can get noticed for all the right reasons. So in other words, you're extremely busy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, in, in all good ways. How yeah. did you come up with the line, you work with rebels, the risk takers, and the underdogs? Because that is the most beautiful line I've ever read. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. You know, I completely stole it. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that. Uh, in my other life, I'm also a commercial actor and a model and a spokesperson. Uh -huh. And so I work a, not not a lot anymore, but there was a time when I was a, a model and a, a uh, guest host over at Shop NBC. Okay. And they switched over to Evine and they changed their their marketing. And as I was walking down the hallway one day, I saw that line and I thought that's what I do. They do it in the retail world, but I do that with my coaching. So they had this big long, you know, three four paragraph thing, but I took that line, and I just claimed it as my own. I love that line. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So tell us how you even you, – so you're a model? Yes. You're a spokesperson? Yes, and a commercial actor. I've been doing that for 10 years. What's a commercial actor? Uh, so I, I work in commercials. So you can see me in regional and local and national commercials. been doing <gasps> this for about 12 years. I did not know that. Yeah. What's yeah. a commercial that is your favorite that you've done? Oh, boy. Uh, I would say the Kemp's commercial. And I had a, a an actor family who was with me. There was a little cute, adorable little girl, a little boy, and my fake husband. And we started eating ice cream at about 9 a.m. And at about 5 p.m., we were still eating ice cream <gasps> because we had to do the takes over and over and over again from all different angles and with, you know, different parts. And they put like a Play-Doh underneath the ice cream to make it look like a great big bowl. Uh -huh. And then they would let the camera run while we would engage as a family and eat the ice cream. But if they didn't say cut quick enough, we started to eat the Play-Doh <gasps> underneath the ice cream. Oh, no. And this cute little girl in front of me at about 2 p.m., they put another bowl of ice cream in front of her again. And she <laughs> looked at it and looked at me and said, I don't want to eat ice cream anymore. Oh, <laughs> the poor thing. I know. And I was like, well, with what you're getting paid to eat that ice cream, <laughs> you need to eat the ice cream. I don't want to eat it either. But but it was a 
It was a great commercial. It was a lot of fun. There was a really great cast. The ice cream was delicious, even when you got down to the Play-Doh. <laughs> <laughs> it gave it a nice flavoring, I'm assuming. Yes, yes. I don't know if it was real Play-Doh, but that's kind of what it was like. But yeah. Wow. So how did you get into all that? Oh, boy. We are going way back. So, and well, anyways, well, I take that acting and I bring it into my coaching, right? Because okay. it's yeah. it teaches people how to really make good connections with the camera and, you know, with the audience and how to uh, tap into taming your nervousness. So all of those things. How I got into that, well, I was also a professional ballroom and Latin dance instructor for 10 years. <laughs> wow. Well, actually about eight years. And I was working at the studio, which is where I bring in the body language part, you know, that confident body language yeah. into my training now from my ballroom days, and a news reporter came in to do a story on ballroom dancing, Okay, and I became one of his instructors. And during our dance lessons, he told me, you know, you should really get into acting. And so he taught me how to do it, and I started to work with him as his production assistant on the news station, and he taught me all about headshots and the talent agents and... I got into acting. Wow. Yeah, I know. And so all of these things. It's like serendipity. Yes, I love that stuff. It, hey, it has been a serendipitous life, I have to tell you. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. So all of these things with uh, with uh, the body language and the the content that, that you pick up, you know, the marketing aspect of it and the personal branding, because you work with all of these wardrobe consultants and mm -hmm. makeup artists and acting coaches, all of that comes into my coaching that I do now as a strategic communications coach and personal branding. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yes. And then that led me to working with a director who was going to see a client. And while I was there with the client, I was just hanging along, you know, coming along for the ride. That client connected me to her client, and they brought me into their strategic communications firm, where I worked for a few years. <laughs> and they, I adored them. And if they're listening, I absolutely adored them. Uh, after a few years, they decided to take their firm in a different direction, mm -hmm. which was great for them, but it was no longer a fit for me. Mm -hmm. So at that point, I decided I want to start my own strategic communications mm. firm. You know, it goes beyond the words that you use. It brings in the body language element to communicate and connect and engage. And mm. it brings in that mindset aspect, that communications that you're having with yourself. Is it going to tank you, what you're saying to yourself? Or Your is monkey it going brain. To... Yes, yes. And I knew I could do it. I decided to intentionally stay out of their playground because I had such respect for the communications firm that I was working with, mm -hmm. and I wanted to protect that relationship. And so then I started teaching corporate executives uh, who were going to be on video. The producers would call me and say, hey, we got this guy or we got this gal, a uh, little rough around the edges, and they're doing a corporate video. Can you come and train them? And so because I had my connections in the acting world, so that's how I got my start. And so... How, how would you train them? I mean, what would you... Okay, let train me. Okay. Well, the very first thing that <laughs> I would do is, is to earn their trust. And I had to earn their trust very quickly. Okay. So that they would do what I say. Okay. Right? 
Uh, many come in nervous. Many mm, come in sometimes with a chip on their shoulder. Listen, I run my company. You know, you can't tell me how to talk about my company online. But to their detriment, that's how they would sometimes yeah. come in. So they would give me the difficult ones. And I would have to earn their trust quickly to show that I'm on your side. Yeah. And I am here to make you come across with that confidence and authenticity and in, as engaging. And they would knock it out of the park. So tell me your favorite transformational story, whether it's somebody with a chip on their shoulder or somebody mm. that had a lot of anxiety or... You know, I... So I am in the business of personal transformation. So I see this personal transformation happen every single day. You know, they come in one way, we work on something together, and when they leave, they go out with different strategies, and they change. As long as they apply the strategies, I always guarantee to my clients that they'll move closer to their goals. Okay. And so I work with pageant girls, and I work with politicians and executives and entrepreneurs, and so I have a lot of really wonderful, heartwarming stories for me. Hmm. But the one that really stands out was a housewife. And she was at a crossroads with her life and with her relationship with her husband. Okay. And she knew my personal story of moving from a strained relationship into a very happy, healthy, and loving one. Mm -hmm. She wanted to know how I navigated it and if I would teach her. So if, if anyone follows my Facebook feed, they will often see that the things that I post have to do with self-love mm -hmm. and spirituality and mindset and relationships. And so she asked me if I'd coach her, and I said yes. So we spent her sessions working on developing self-love. And we're not talking about the the egotistical or the narcissistic kind of love. Yep. We're talking about the kind of love where it's that deep, it's that deep love that you would give to a child mm -hmm. or to someone that you care about. Because so often, especially women entrepreneurs, we are so, I almost swore, dang busy <laughs> <laughs> that the last person we serve yes. is ourselves. Yeah. And then everything falls apart. We start to get angry and frustrated and bitter. And it's because we are not showing ourselves the love and burnt out, yeah. right? So I started coaching her, and we started. she started to learn about self-love, uh, creating loving, healthy boundaries, uh, being more intentional with the people she allowed in her life and the ones that she should be bringing closer to her heart. And things changed profoundly. And it was such a beautiful thing to witness this change mm. in her. And just recently, she renewed her vows, her 20-year wedding vows. And she sent me the pictures. And and to this day, I, my heart still swells whenever I think about her. So mm. anybody who comes to me, it doesn't matter who you are, when we get to that mindset piece of the executive presence, you will get coached in self-love. It <laughs> doesn't matter who you are. So how did you learn self-love? Uh, I went through the process myself. And it's I'm not talking about manicures and pedicures and going to get a massage, although that could be a part of it. But it's really learning how to set healthy, loving boundaries, mm -hmm. how to be intentional with learning to love yourself, how to be intentional with learning to love others. And when you do that, 
you start making better decisions for yourself. Mm -hmm. You start to be aware truly of how you treat yourself and how you will let other people treat you. Mm -hmm. You start to be aware of who you're hanging around with. Yep. You become aware of what is being, what you say to yourself. Mm -hmm. it, it really is a loving process. And yeah, so I went through it myself and it's a ongoing process. Uh, but once you start, your world changes for the better. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's big. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So <clears throat> anybody can contact you through Polly Meyer. But yes. you do more than just that, though. You have different trainings, and you've got – I mean, you so, do, like, a whole slew of things. And I'm just like, how does this woman do all the things that yes. she does? Well, uh, well because <laughs> <laughs> these things are important to me. I, I feel like I am living on purpose. Mm-hmm. This is my calling. Mm -hmm. All of these things that I teach, I have experienced in my own life, or I have experienced yeah, with and through my clients. So many experiences. Yes. And and they're exciting. Yeah. And they're life-changing. And when I, I truly feel that when you get that inspiration to do something, see, I, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. Mm -hmm. And I do believe in that aspect of it. And I bring that into my coaching. And when I get that inspiration to bring either an online course mm -hmm. or um, something that I feel that really needs to be put out there or working with a client or creating a workshop. I feel that, you know, spirit or the universe or God, whoever you want that to be in your heart, uh, you are being tapped and you are being called. Now, you can choose to accept it and mm -hmm. honor it and say yes. I'll take this on. Mm -hmm. Or you can, you know, we have free will. You can say, I'm too busy right now, or I'm too afraid right now, or I don't have the time. And then spirit will move on to the next person who has similar talents, gifts, and skills as you do and tap them. Mm -hmm. And so when I really do feel like I am being called for something, I make the space and the time for it. Mm. Yeah. And that takes practice. That's not it, something that happened. No, I don't it, think it, happens. It's a now. constant practice in taking your fear along with you when you step out into the unknown. It's like taking a toddler to the grocery store. You know, you don't always want to do it, I but you know sometimes example. you have to. You know, you're not Before sure nap time. Gonna, right. You're not sure if there's <laughs> going to be a temper tantrum there if you're going to have to leave your cart and walk away, but you still go because you're a mom. And sometimes you have to take the toddler with you. Mm -hmm. You know, even if it's close to dinner, you got to do what you have to do after daycare and before, yeah. you know, dinner. And so fear for me is like that. Uh, it's not going to go away, but it's not going to stop me from doing what I have mm. to do either. <gasps> that's so powerful. Yeah, thank so you. So powerful. Yeah, so that's how I think about it. So how did you navigate building your business and raising kids at the same time? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I have been an entrepreneur pretty much my entire life. And even when I worked with a strategic communications firm before I started my own, it was on a contract basis. Okay. And uh, my parents were entrepreneurs. Really? Yes. Okay. And I, when I walk into, I, I take, I go with my clients and I, watch, I observe them at work. And there are times when I go into their places of work and I see all of those cubicles and I just think, 
I would die here. <laughs> Prairie dog land. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So it's not for me. So I really do follow my heart. I started my business when, when I left the strategic communications firm. And I have to tell you, my kids, I have four kids. And my kids are all very much a part of my company. My two youngest, they are very good with video, so they videotape my workshops for me. Mm -hmm. They edit them. Uh, my oldest daughter was a pageant girl when she was going through college, and when she won Miss Minneapolis, I started getting all of these referrals from the pageant world. And then when she moved from the pageant world into her career, she became a reporter, a political reporter. And whenever she would interview someone, a candidate, who she really liked but was really rough around the edges or nervous or overbearing, she'd give them my card and say, you've really got to see my mom. <laughs> so I started working with everyone from city council members all the way up to the governor's race in this last election. Oh, wow. Yeah. So my kids are very much a part of So ever since they were young, were you kind of instilling in them all the experiences yes. and the things that they needed in order to project that confidence and be more? Yes. So my son, my son is a project manager. And I was doing an interview with him just a couple weeks ago because I want to expand what I'm offering to project managers. And mm -hmm. so I was interviewing my son. And one of the questions was, when you are, are needing advice in this area, where do you go to find that information? And I thought he was going to tell me a website Google. or something or anything like that. <laughs> but where particularly so that I could, you know, go and check out those sites as well? And he said, well, I call you. <laughs> And he's 30. Oh, so, I love that. Yeah, I loved that too. So they do use the the techniques that I share. In fact, my youngest son, he was recording an eight-hour workshop that I was giving for PMI Minnesota. And afterwards, I asked him, so did you get anything out of this? And he said, Mom, you've been telling me this stuff my entire life. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, it's not just for people who want to be on TV or right. in the C-suite mm -hmm. or uh, they're running for office. I think it's valuable for anybody who just wants to present themselves or feel confident in who they are. Did I get that right? Yes, yes, absolutely. My purpose is to help people show up powerfully whenever they enter an arena. So an arena can be a networking event. It could be a sales call. Uh, presenting to an individual decision maker or to an entire room of stakeholders. It could be wanting to fit in. I did a podcast for the Army Wife Network. and Oh, awesome. Yeah, so the Army Wives or the Army Spouses, they, they are uprooted often. Yes. So they are in a constant state of having to fit in. Mm -hmm. They don't necessarily want to stand out. So mm -hmm. I teach people how to stand out when they need to and how to fit in when they need to. Can you give me a tip? Can, can you give me an insider tip to that? Uh, to which one? Standing out or fitting in? Uh, let's do standing out. So okay. let's, a mompreneur is walking into a new networking oh, event. Oh, perfect. Uh, can I give you three things? Yes. Okay. Of course. All right. <laughs> uh, there are three things that you want to focus on. One is confidence, one is charisma, and one is uh, presence. Okay. Now, 
Actually, let's change charisma to warmth because they both tie into one another. Mm -hmm. Confidence equates to certainty, and people pay for certainty, mm -hmm. all right? So before you even walk into that networking event, you want to do what's called a power pose. Duck, the Superman. You got it. Or the Wonder Woman, because these are moms. Yes. So <laughs> if you imagine Wonder Woman or Superman standing on the top of a building, you know, she's got that wide-legged stance. Mm -hmm. She's got uh, she's that great posture. Her hands are on her hips. Her, her chin is up. Chin is up. Her chest is lifted. The that, air is just blowing yeah. her hair beautifully. <laughs> yes. That is called a power pose. So you want to duck into a side room or into the restroom and do a power pose for 30 seconds. What that does is it releases testosterone into your system. Testosterone gives us feelings of confidence and power and helps us take more risks instead of hesitating mm -hmm. and falling back, mm -hmm. right? So you're going to release that into your bloodstream. You're going to feel more confident. Then you're going to walk out. And there's so much science behind that Superman pose. Yes, yes. In fact, I, I encourage your listeners to watch the TED Talks by Harvard researcher Amy Cuddy. She goes into a great deal about this. It also okay. helps lower the cortisol, which gives us feelings of stress and anxiety. Mm -hmm. Okay? So you want to do a power pose before you walk in. Also, you want to note your posture. Your mom was right. Stand up straight. Ugh. Your posture is one of <laughs> the know, first <laughs> things that people notice about you. Yeah. Because your 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 posture is communicating confidence. As I straighten confidence. up a little bit yes, as you say that. Yes, yes, yes. So confidence equates to certainty. People are not going to know what you're confident about, but they will assume you're confident about something. Mm -hmm. Okay, so be intentional with what you're projecting. Mm -hmm. Now, the second part is warmth. Warmth gets people to like you, gets people to trust you. Mm -hmm. And so what we want to do to emanate that warmth, number one, is to show your hands. Your hands are your trust indicators. Okay. Uh, it goes back to our tribal days. So if I saw you back in our caveman days coming across the plain, I'd look to see who you are, and then I'd look down at your hands. Okay. Are, are they clenching in anger? Are they holding a weapon? Are they coming in peace? Do you have something for me? Right? Mm. And it, studies show that even today, we still... Look at the face, and then our eye gaze immediately drops to the hands. Really? Yes. So we want to keep our hands visible. We want to gesture with an open palm. Keep your hands out of your pockets. If there's a table, put your hands above the table. It helps people to trust you. Wow. Now, the second part of that warmth is eye contact. Yep. Now, when we're at a networking event, sometimes we're looking at our phone, we're looking at our watch, we're looking at the people who are around the person that we're, look that we're having a conversation with. All of that detracts from our warmth. Warmth gets people to like you and trust you. So we want to really focus on that eye contact. Mm -hmm. Now, you have really good eye contact. I noticed it about you the first time that I ever met you. you, you don't, you're not looking at my face. You're looking at my eyes, right? Well, you have beautiful eyes. Oh, well, well so do you. Her eyes just <laughs> sparkle. <laughs> it's the contact lenses. <laughs> uh, when we make eye contact, it releases oxytocin into our system. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oxytocin is called the neuropeptide of trust and the cuddle hormone. Oh, interesting. So when you make that eye contact with someone, it releases oxytocin oh. into their system and it gets them to want to bond with you. I didn't know anything about yes, that. Yes, yes. So, so strategic communications, it goes beyond the words you're using. It also has to do with your body language. Uh, the last one is presence and that is how you make someone feel when they're with you. 
Okay. And so my, my clients, they hate small talk, you know, because it's small talk. Yep. But we need that small talk to build rapport, right. to get people to like us. Like, isn't the weather beautiful? Right, right, right. So one of the, <laughs> there are two questions that I would give your clients, and that is, one, have them ask the question, so what has been the highlight of your day-to-day? Mm. Oh, I love that. The second one is, so what project are you working on that you're passionate about? Mm. I ask these questions all the time. What it does is it really lets them dive deep into what they're passionate about and what was the best part of their day. They are going to feel a certain way with you because they get to talk about something that they love. Mm-hmm. They may not remember what you guys talked about, but they will definitely remember how you made them feel. And that's important. Oh, ma'am, yes. Yes, yes. That's very important. It's, it's part of your charisma. So I want to go back to the eye contact. Yes. Because I was very bad at it. Very, very bad at yeah, it. Yeah, okay. And you know that I learned that in high school. Yes. I had a friend who freaked me out because every time she talked to me, she would look me straight in the eye. <laughs> and I was not a lo- an eye engager. Yeah. Is kind of. Yes. It's really freaky, right? Can and be. we Unnerving. became friends. And she explained to me that you need to look people in the eye when you talk to them. Yes. And this this is a high school girl. Isn't that amazing? And so she, she impacted had to have me that. so yeah. much that every since then, I spend time looking at people in the eye to understand really who they are. Because I, I think you get a lot of feelings and a lot of... Yes. You They're the windows to your soul, yeah. right? Which is why a lot of people don't like to make that eye contact. I don't want you to know I'm nervous right now. You know, <laughs> that's what they think, right? Yeah. I don't want you knowing how I feel. Yeah. So it's like if you're on the verge of tears, right? Last thing you want to do is make eye contact because you're just going to go, gosh, with the tears. Oh, right? and I've done that too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that it, it's your truth teller. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're awesome. Oh, okay, you. let's plug something. Yes. What do you have to plug? What do you got going what on? What have I got going on? Well, what depends we on here? when this is going to air. This is going to air in January. Okay, well. The, what is the art and science of, of extraordinary, extraordinary executive, executive presence? presence? That is my online course. Worked for a year or more on that online course. It's a six-week online course. Okay. Uh, I have politicians and news anchors, salespeople, department managers, pageant girls, uh, they're all taking this course. It's it's meant for any anybody. And it's meant for you if you have to make a good impression when you walk into a room. Mm-hmm. If you need to be able to maintain your composure. Mm-hmm. If you need to be able to influence without authority. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are wanting to come across with confidence and certainty. Mm-hmm. If you're wanting to become a better storyteller. So all of this is part of executive presence. It's six weeks of videos, but you do not need to take them in six weeks. We're busy moms. Life gets in the way sometimes. Yes. So you have the course for the lifetime of the course, which will be at a minimum of two years until I start monkeying with it and changing it around. Mm -hmm. Uh, With it comes uh, cheat sheets, handbooks, and you're also brought into what's called the Success Circle. It's an online Facebook private group where I'm also posting three or four times a week on how to really just nail it when you walk into an arena. Wow. Yeah. And and what do you charge for that? It's normally $297. It's well over a $5,000 value. Uh, but I wanted to be able to make this training available to everybody. It's $297. However, uh, when you air this, I will definitely go in and put in a code, executive presence, if they want $100 off. Wow. Yes. Well, 
Well, let's jump on that. Let's jump on that. Executive presence, one word, or do you want, is it Executive two? presence would be one word, and they would find it over on polymeyer.com. Okay. Just scroll down, and you'll find it's called uh, The Art and Science of Extraordinary Executive Presence. Awesome. And yeah. you do speaking as well. I you, do. You, where do you where do you really where's your niche? Where do you really like to go and speak to groups of people? Oh golly, um, I like to speak in front of project managers actually, <laughs> because with deep love and admi- ad, uh, admiration, they are a little geeky, and I see the biggest transformation happen with that group because they're very technical, but they need to speak to decision makers and yeah. stakeholders yeah. and they also have to persuade without influence I mean persuade without authority yeah and so teaching that group uh, no matter when I speak I tend to get a lot of clients from that group mm-hmm. and uh, I also like to speak in front of dislocated worker program groups because they work with entrepreneurs and they oh that's a great idea yes yeah. Yeah. And, they, and they work with uh, dislocated workers workers in transition and I tend to Get a lot of clients from that base as well. I would also throw out there for you IT folk. Yes. Yes. Being yes, yes, an yes. IT person. Yes. We really like to stay in front of our computer. Yes, yes. And so you need to <laughs> practice those soft people skills, right? Yes. Uh, and then this year going forward, I'm actually, one of my goals is to have my own workshop once a month, where I am bringing people to me versus me going out and speaking at other I think organizations. That's wonderful. Yeah, so I'm just because I've learning. seen your place and it's really cool. Oh, thank you. Yes, and and I'm learning how to market it. And thank you for your advice on my last one. So she's really good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. No, I appreciate you coming in here. I am so glad that we met. Yeah, me too. Me too. In just this, you know, these few minutes, I've learned so much more about you, and I'm just excited for the year ahead. I am too. This is I, gonna be awesome. Yes, 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 yes. And and you have this program, Rock Your, Rock Your website, Rock Your website. Yep. Yes, and gonna... and and I am really looking forward to learning all about that. <laughs> We're going to have some fun. Yes, we are. So executive presence is the code for um, the art and science of extraordinary executive presence, which is Polly's online course, signature online course that will help you build confidence and be able to stand out or fit Fit in in. whatever it is that you need to do to help you succeed in life. Uh, It's all wrapped up in there. It's what, worth $5,000. Oh, yes. Way over. And you get... Uh, access to a Facebook group. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. That's very giving. You know, it's a lot. It's a lot. But you know what? I want to be taken care of like this when I join a program. Mm -hmm. So I like to give as I get. I love that. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining us. If this resonated with you, uh, please like, share it. Uh, Contact Polly, pollymeyer.com. If you are looking to get that leg up in your business or just standing out, making your impact on the world. We thank you for joining us and we look forward to seeing you next time. Goodbye.